Hi everyone and welcome to the Literacy Squad. This is a brand new podcast brought to you by the team at Literacy Planet. During this new series of podcasts, we're going to tackle educators' questions on all things literacy. My name is Mark Nichols, and I'm the head of UK for Literacy Planet. I've been working in education for over 10 years. I started as an English teacher before working in various roles through different schools in different sectors within the education sector. This first episode is focused on developing pre-readers' comprehension skills. This is an area which is particularly close to my heart. We have a three-year-old son and we read to him a lot, as lots of parents do, and trying to develop his reading skills is something that we're keen to try and instill and his love for reading from an early age. This episode in particular doesn't just focus on parents, but it delves into strategies that teachers can use in the classroom that students enjoy and that will build their foundational knowledge. This episode is presented by Literacy Planet's Annalise Mitchell and Kylie Della Valley. Annalise is a literacy specialist who's worked as a high school English teacher for over 10 years and has trained beginner teachers in literacy from early years to high school level for six years. Her co-presenter Kylie is also a literacy specialist who's worked as a K-2 teacher for over 18 years and was an assistant principal for 14 of those years. Welcome to Literacy Squad. My name's Annalise and I'm here with Kylie. Hi Kylie. Hey Annalise, how are you? Good mate, very good. All right, we have a um, question here that comes up a lot for us as teachers, and it is how can we help develop pre-readers' comprehension skills, or what strategies can teachers use with beginning readers? And this is it's very familiar to me um, throughout my years of teaching, and something that I remember, particularly with uh, my students that you know really were struggling with reading or were found reading a challenge. How about you, Kylie? Oh, totally. So I've worked a lot in the K to two arena and I've worked a lot with beginning teachers as well. Um, I think one of the things that comes up for me most is that as teachers, but also as parents of young children, it's something that we naturally do probably without even realising it, that we're developing comprehension skills just every day with the things that we do with children, our own children and with our students. Um, There's probably lots of things that the research say that we should be doing um, and we can talk about those, but I think naturally we're already doing lots of them. No, that's right. And that's what's really beautiful about this. You you don't actually realise how many of the strategies you're using in your every day-to-day life and that actually they are the most powerful strategies that you can use. So true. So I've got a two-year-old and I, uh, when thinking about this question, naturally some things are coming to my head that I'm doing with her already. Not that I'm planning to do them, but just as a parent and engaging with books, you're already doing lots of amazing things for young students before they even start school. So that's really helping teachers out in the prep or kindergarten year before the kids even come into the formal school setting. Absolutely. We can now go through a few of those strategies. One of the first one, uh, which is basically uh, a lot of parents and teachers do this already, um, is reading aloud every day. That's so true. I know as a teacher of prep or kindergarten, I would use reading aloud many times a day with my young students. One of the best times to just grab a book is after lunch when the kids have come in and they're hyped up or they're really hot, just to say, come on, let's sit down and have one of the students select a book from the class library. They are the most quiet and calm and relaxed when the teacher's actually just reading a story to them. Um, It's also good thing to do as a brain break so if you've had a long morning of literacy block or maths block to just have a break and say okay let's stop work for a minute and let's read a story once again you've got their attention instantly 
reading aloud every single day is just something that you do naturally as it's something the students enjoy, but it's also great for behavior management and you're developing comprehension strategies right there and then. So that's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, because you're, you're building their foundational knowledge, aren't you? By that's reading right. aloud to them. The research actually suggests that that's one of the best and most powerful things that we can do as parents and as teachers is actually model for students, have them seeing us read. And that really encourages them to want to read. Absolutely, yes. No, uh, I find it is uh, one of the most exciting things that um, I, I, as a parent, even with my own children, when I was reading to them, they'll get more excited about the books because I really loved reading it. And That's then so I, I could... true. Even when they can read for themselves, they still enjoy having an adult read aloud to them. Yes, and I think it's still exciting, even as an adult now, listening to people read, um, you still uh, like with audible books and things like that. It's something yeah. that um, increases your understanding of the world. Uh, and another strategy uh, which uh, follows on from this is in engaging in active talking and listening about the book that we're about to read and um, more so about the world around us. Yes, so, I find really with the little ones, if you're able to relate any of their personal experiences to what is about to come in the book, that really helps with the engagement and really helps them to understand the book as you're reading through. Um, and I always stop as I'm reading, depends on the book because you don't wanna lose the flow of the story, but with really young children, you can almost just read one of the pages and then stop and talk about what's happening in the story. Have a look at the characters. Why do you think they did that? Look at how they're feeling and students really get engaged in that conversation. And even children before school will stop and talk all the way through the book, which really increases how they're understanding what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And when, when you're relating those things to the outside world, that really um, increases understanding, doesn't it? Because it um, gets them to uh, retrieve like their background knowledge uh, and build upon what they already know and make connections with the text or what, you know, the characters, what's happening within there. And that really, again, um, builds that foundational knowledge that, that's so needed for developing comprehension. That's so true because often the language that's used in readers for young children, or not necessarily readers, but storybooks can go a little bit beyond their world knowledge, their world experience. So just by talking through it, you can instantly unlock what's happening in the book for them. So you can see yeah, how it's such an effective strategy and that we're already doing it. Uh, that's right day-to-day yeah, -day lives excellent uh, another strategy is to provide interesting and relatable books and this is something again that we already do there was a book when I was young that I really loved which was are you my mother you oh that? yes I yeah. do yes <laughs> and it and and I found it I was I think I was uh, awestruck or very inspired by the book because I I, I loved my mother and I could really relate with the character wow. and yes. Again, when my kids were little, I would be reading that to them and I could see that they really loved it as well and probably because I loved it so much as well. But you could see that they identified with the little um, little chick looking yeah. for her mother. Yes. And I think this is, um, you can see why it's such a powerful strategy because they're relating with um, the characters in the book are really relatable, then they're going to want to read it. So true. I think um, something else that you can do there is allow the student or the child to select their own books so that instantly they're choosing something that is of interest to them, something that they can relate to, something they want to know more about, and that really helps with the engagement. And then they're more likely to want to find out what's happening in the story. Yeah, 
that's really important, isn't it? When they show an interest in the characters and, and in the actual the, the topic, they're yes. going to really want to read it. And uh, that even sh you're showing interest in their interest and that even gets them more interested, isn't it? It's that's kind of right. like a, yeah, a domino effect. <laughs> and that's actually a really good strategy for reluctant readers as well, rather than us saying we're going to read this book or here you need to have a try of this book by actually letting the student have some ownership over the uh, book selection engagement is increased therefore comprehension should come more naturally than something they're not interested in yeah, absolutely yeah that's really important and uh, and another strategy uh, and this is again uh, what a lot of teachers and parents will be doing is using decodable books which is those books that have words that can be sounded out including um, sight words as well to build vocabulary these these books are designed for early readers to be able to build upon their um, vocabulary base. That's right. And at school, we usually have so many different readers that we've got available to us so we can really scaffold the introduction to reading. And usually their text is very simple and the pictures are very simple as well. And they're designed to help kids not only learn to read, but learn how to comprehend what they're reading. So they're perfect mm -hmm. for that. That's right. And they've got rhyming patterns too, don't they? They have like um, a rhyming pattern in the way that the sentences are sequenced as well. Often they do. So in prep and kindergarten, we'll use um, big books. I'm not sure you probably haven't seen those in high school, but large, really large versions of texts. And often they've got rhymes in them. And they're great because little kids start to memorise what the text actually is. And mm -hmm. As a teacher, I'll do things like read out the beginning of the sentence and lead up, leave off the last word and the students can fill that in. So by really getting them engaged and actively reading as well, it helps them to understand what they're reading about. Once again, stopping to talk about pictures, talk about what the words mean. There's so many things that you do. They all come together really when you think about it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another um, strategy, uh, and this one is engaging in active reading activities, uh, which is uh, asking questions, again, like I think we've um, covered this somewhat, but um, asking questions about the book that we're about to read, um, about the title, um, about how the book relates to things in the world around us, um, and um, even getting the child to predict, make predictions about what they think the book's going to be about, even predictions about the world around them, that, that type of thing. So it gets them to recall what they know, um, relate um, what they understand about the world to what they're about to read and that type of thing. So that all that retrieval um, of previous knowledge is what they really find um, one of the most effective strategies for improving comprehension is getting the child to actively build upon what they already know. Yes. And then once they've done all of that prediction prior to reading the text, it's good at the end to go back and compare after you've read the book. Did what you think was going to happen actually happen and compare the events of the story against their predictions? Something that I like to do a lot, even with my sons um, throughout the years, is uh, whenever we would read something or even watch a movie, um, after that have a, have a discussion about what we read, what we, what we watched, and relating it to what we understand about the world and stuff. And that really improves understanding uh, and even uh, memory of what you actually read and what you, what, what you saw. That's um, a great so. strategy as a teacher and a parent to be able to gauge how much a child or student did comprehend the text, actually getting them to do a retelling. Yes, exactly. That's right. And once, you, once they retell it in their own words, then you can you know, gouge 
how much did they actually understand and what what meaning did they take away from it that's right and that it's really interesting to see the difference between the amount of comprehension when you are reading something aloud to a student, a young student, versus when they've read a text themselves, because obviously there's a lot more effort that goes into reading a text for themselves and decoding the words um, compared to when you read something. So as a teacher, it's really interesting to see how much they take in terms of comprehension when they're reading themselves versus when you read to them. Absolutely, that's right. Yeah, you get, you get a completely different understanding of actually how much did they really understand. That's right. Let's sum up each strategy that we've covered up today. Uh, the first one being to read aloud every day. So mm-hmm. making sure that we select books that they're really interested in or relatable and reading those to, to our children or to students. Uh, the second one to engage in active talking and listening. So actively talking about the world around them, around us and our students and relating the world to what they're reading. The third strategy is to provide interesting and relatable books. So books that they find meaningful and interesting and inspiring. The fourth one to use decodable books. So those books that they can actively decode the words and build their vocabulary. And the final one to engage in active reading activities, doing and getting the child to make predictions and relate what they're reading to the world around them. Well, thank you, Carly. It's been great sharing our ideas on what works in the classroom. I look forward to speaking to you again about how we can improve our students' or child's literacy skills. Thank you. It was so good to chat. Awesome. Well, to help you get the most out of the Literacy Squad podcast, we'll include our show notes in our podcast notes. Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions that you would like us to answer, please send them in to podcast at literacyplanet.com. We'll speak to you next time. Thanks, guys. That was really insightful. It's great to be aware of ways we're helping students with their comprehension in everyday life and different strategies. So hopefully there were some things that everybody there found useful. Thank you also for listening. If you have anything to add about today's topic or even to send us some questions for future shows, please do. Always happy to receive those. If you want to do that, please contact the Literacy Squad at podcast at literacyplanet.com. We'll be adding show notes to this episode to share some more information about the strategies Annalise and Kylie spoke about. Until next time, Literacy Squad signing out.